Here's what I want you to do. I want you to turn to somebody around you. When you're having a hard season or you're feeling kind of depressed in some way, what's kind of like your technique or the way that you get out of it? How do you get, get out of your state of sadness, depression, hard season? Like, what do you do? So I'll give you mine. Mine's is like some form of exercise. Like, I need to go for a long run or I need to do a CrossFit workout at Chris's house. Like something to like, a, some kind of movement, which drives Keaton crazy about me, that that's how I respond to hard things. But what about you? What's, when you're in a hard season, what do you do to kind of break out of the funk? All right, turn to the person next to you. Ready, set, go. I see, I hear some, this is a distraction. I just go hide. I'm, I'm eavesdropping on some of your conversations. So whatever it is, whether it's, hey, I need to go hide, find a distraction, I need to go do something, all of us, in a sense, try really hard often to, in a sense, break out of whatever kind of state of sadness or depression we're in. We don't want to stay there. We want to move past it. But I want to argue this morning, especially from the New Testament, especially from the Apostle Paul, who had a lot of hard seasons, like was in prison multiple times, was beaten, was bruised, because of the gospel, the way he overcame his sadness, his darkness, was through the practice of gratitude. Gratitude. From psychology to the Psalms, gratitude is seen as one of the key practices to overcome a state of stuckness, sadness. It's not ignoring the sadness, but giving thanks and praise to the one who holds it all. For the last couple of weeks, we've been, uh, at least just last week, we've been kind of having a little moment each time during the gathering around prayer. So if you're with us last week, we talked about how the first state of prayer is this quote from Eugene Peterson, that prayer is talking back to God. So we did some listening prayer last week because we recognize that God has first spoken to us before we ever talk back to Him. Now today, I want to transition from there to say, actually, the second step of prayer, similar to how the Lord's Prayer works, our Father in Heaven, hallowed be your name, is a prayer of thanksgiving. How do we give gratitude for who God is and what God has done? And so whether you've been praying your whole life and you've been following Jesus your whole life, or whether you're just trying to explore the last couple of weeks what it means to know Jesus and to follow Him, I think a good starting place is prayer, and specifically prayer acknowledging and thanking God for who He is and what He's done. That actually gratitude can be this radical practice of resistance against the depression and cynicism and pessimism of our culture. And so for the next couple of minutes, before we enter into the sermon today and look at the story of Joseph, we're going to have you again turn to some people around you, and I just want you to spend the next maybe, let's say, two or three minutes just offering prayers of gratitude and thanks for who God is and what He's done. Maybe there's a specific characteristic of God that you're really clinging to in this season. Maybe there's something you've forgotten about God's character that you want to bring back to mind and thank Him for. Maybe a specific passage of Scripture comes to mind for you. But whatever it is, let it be from last week listening prayer, listening to God, now in responding, starting with gratitude and thanksgiving for who God is and what He has done. So turn to some people around you. We're just going to pray for the next couple of minutes together as a congregation. And then we're going to jump into the sermon, offering God gratitude and thanks for His character and how He's present with us, even in the darkest of seasons. Ready, set, go. Go. 